Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Normal Diet Center. Uh, today I want to talk about how uh, losing weight should not be the ultimate goal of a weight loss program. No, the goal of a weight loss program should be longer term, maintaining a new, healthier weight. Maintaining weight loss is a lot harder than losing weight. I tell clients that all the time. I almost you know, always say that the real work comes at the maintaining, not the losing. There are three main reasons why so many people regain their weight. Number one, they don't get to an ideal sustainable weight in the first place. Uh, they settle, you know, to the slimmest that they want to be or the slimmest they've ever been. Or, you know, they just give up at some point along the way. Uh, you cannot maintain fat cells. They grow fatter quickly. Number two, uh, they follow, you know, a person follows a formula or takes a product uh, for a certain time or they have food items, you know, delivered all packed up with nothing to do, uh, you know, be heated up or put it in the oven. I mean, there's no learning here, folks. There's no changing of the foundational habits that, you know, got you fat or obese in the first place. There's no system. There's no process in place to carry, you know, to carry uh, people through for the rest of their lives. And the third reason why so many people regain their weight, which is my, you know, primary focus today, can be linked to something that's called homeostasis uh, from both your brain and your body. Homeostasis is your brain's and body's mechanism to maintain the status quo, okay, to keep operating efficiently and to resist change. Normally, homeostasis is great, from your brain's uh, standpoint, homeostasis manifests itself as habits, all right? Habits uh, help you learn and get better at doing things so that you don't have to waste time thinking about what's supposed to be routine. So imagine if every morning, you know, you had to approach a toilet and ask yourself, what do I do here again? I mean, from your body's standpoint, homeostasis manifests as your cells, uh, your organs, and physiological physiology's mechanisms to protect against disruptions, injuries, or shocks. Once an insult to your body occurs, your body quickly tries to get back to where it was previously. And that's why, for example, your wounds and muscle uh, tears heal. The problem is, is when you really need to change, homeostasis can get in the way. Your brain and your body may, you know, may view weight loss as a shock to the system and then try to restore what once was. Yes, in that way, you and your body are both smart and stupid at the same time. <laughs> I mean, that's why weight loss uh, program advertisements, you know, that just tout weight loss, you know, over several weeks or even several months are not telling you the full story. I mean, the question is, what happens a year, two years, or several years down the road? Again, losing weight and maintaining weight loss are two completely different things. Changing behavior, homeostasis, or habits has to be a central part of your weight loss effort. And when it comes to changing habits, the longer the intervention, the better. The goal is changing the paradigm that is reinforcing behaviors contributing to weight. You have to have time to practice new behaviors, just like, you know, uh, uh, teaching and then learning the piano. 
Indeed, several weeks or even several months isn't long enough to really learn new behaviors, the piano, French, tennis, or how to communicate with your significant other. There just isn't enough time to test your skills. The question is, can you maintain new behaviors over longer stretches that include, yeah, some bumps on the road, uh, such as, you know, holidays or changes in your job, relationship difficulties, illness, different seasons, etc. The question is, when you stumble off the path, which will happen from time to time, will you and how quickly can you get back onto the path? When I work with a client, one of the things I'm trying to do is to help them change the way they think. The way you think determines how you feel, and the way you feel determines what you do and how you do it. I want to give, you know, I want to, I want to just give several examples of cognitive styles or ways of thinking that, you know, can impede, impede achieving and maintaining weight loss. A number one is absolutely all or, nothing, all or nothing thinking. I mean, this is when you think that there are only two options, success or failure. When you think that way, it sets you up to violate the rule and then feel like a failure. For example, if you aim for a one pound weight loss but only lost half a pound, or if you declared that you would never eat a brownie again and then ate not, you know, then ate one, uh, you may feel like a failure. You know, drown your sorrows in a pint of ice cream and give up. Instead, you should congratulate yourself on the partial victories. You know, for example, you lost a half a pound. Uh, you cut down your brownie eating. Number two, overgeneralization. Now, in this case, you take one fact and then you overinterpret or overapply it. This is the, you know, I'll always slash I'll never syndrome, as I like to call it. For example, you gain one pound a week after losing two, or you regain five pounds after losing 60, may convince you that the whole trip was wasted and that you'll never be able to keep off your weight. I mean, instead, you should realize that circumstances and times can be different. I mean, what happened once or, that, or even several times won't necessarily happen again. Uh, and the th- number three, um, selective filtering or negative filtering, as I like to call it. Here, you only pay attention to the negative. For example, if you planned to exercise four days a week, but only managed to do it three days, focusing on that one day that you missed uh, can result in discouragement and you're potentially quitting. Number four, on the other hand, however, the flip side is bad too, and the flip side is overly positive thinking. With apologies to both, you know, uh, Norman Vincent Peale and, you know, Bobby McFerrin, I must say that uh, the power of positive thinking and don't worry, be happy uh, can actually hurt. Being optimistic all the time is just unrealistic and can mask the true struggles and challenges in life to yourself and others, preventing real problem solving. Real life is imperfect and discussing and working through the bumps in the road is important. When someone tells you that everything is great all the time, that's when you worry about you know him or her. Of course, your, your, your way, my way, everyone's way of thinking is not the only thing uh, contributing to your weight. The, the individual and individual decision-making are not the only reasons a person struggles uh, with their weight. Obesity is a symptoms problem as your genetics, your biology, family, friends, your peers, your co-workers, my goodness, your job, your food environment, your, your, your physical activity environment, your financial resources, and other you know, systems around you affect your weight. All of these 
have made the you know global obesity epidemic uh, such an intractable problem. And also, as was pointed out um, in one of the articles I read not too recently, the, the body's homeostasis mechanisms and systems are still not very well known. Uh, more research and weight loss efforts need to address and account for the body's homeostasis. Therefore, when choosing a weight loss program, view it more like a marriage. Ignore the short-term promises. Determine whether it'll work for you in the long term. See if it can make sustainable positive changes in your life. Be prepared to invest substantial time and effort and realize how it fits in with other systems and interventions in and around you. Check if people around you support your decision. And remember that the cost savings and health benefits of the better results will always outweigh the added expense of the longer program. And that's my fat chat for the week. Please visit lauriboxer.com to read blogs, listen to podcasts, get info about programs, services, and fees, answers to FAQs, and follow me on my social sites. Until next time, I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight Number Diet Center. And remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. <music>